0: Paul said in Romans 1 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation, not only to the Jews, but to the Gentiles. We're told there clearly not to be ashamed of the gospel, because how are people going to be saved if that which saves him is something that we are ashamed of? And it's for everyone, both Jew and Gentile. Mark 16 15 tells us to go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creatures. I love that it uses the word creatures there because that helps us to understand it is for everyone. So today, what is the gospel? Hi, this is Robert Furrow, and welcome to Hot Topics. The comment section is open below. We'd love to hear from you. First, let's look at the definition of the gospel. This comes from 1 Corinthians 15. It says, For I delivered to you first of all that which I received. Paul is telling us that this did not come from him. He brought it, but he had received it from God. We have not come up with the gospel, but we've been entrusted with it just like Paul was. He goes on to say, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That is that he died on the cross for our sins, but it wasn't something made up. It was foretold in the Old Testament. And then he goes on to say, and that he was buried and he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. Not only that, but the burial and the resurrection of Christ is foretold in the Bible. It says that he would be buried with the sinners or buried with the wealthy. And it says that, God would not allow his Holy One to seek corruption, Psalm 16.10. These are amazing parts of the gospel that we see in the Old Testament. He goes on to say that he was seen by Peter, and then by the twelve, and then by Paul, and by over 500 people at one time. In other words, there were eyewitnesses that saw the resurrected Jesus Christ. The second thing we find is in chapter 15 and verses 1 and 2. It says here how we are to respond to the gospel. He says, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel, which I preach to you, which you also received. The Bible says in John 1 12, as many as receive him, he gives the right to become a child of God to those who believe in his name. That means that you open the door when you hear that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, that he rose again from the dead, is alive, and you can be resurrected and given eternal life. You receive him, you invite him in. It also says that they received it and in which they stand, by which they are also saved. And then it goes on to say in the same passage, in which they believed. This is how we react to the gospel. We receive it, we stand in it, we're saved by it, and we believe the things that God says. And we are eternally set free by the gospel of Jesus Christ. The third thing we need to understand about the gospel is that we can do nothing to earn it. It says in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. This means it's by God's grace through faith. Anybody that adds anything and all the cults add things to the gospel. It is Jesus plus and many churches or some churches do the same thing. They'll add baptism or speaking in tongues or some works or joining their church or being a part of their group. None of these things save us. It is by the grace of God through faith put into him only. The fourth thing we should understand about the gospel is it is spiritual warfare. We are to take the gospel with us everywhere we go. In the armor passage in Ephesians, it says we're to have our feet prepared with the gospel. This means that we take the gospel with us and that the God of this world has blinded the eyes of those who don't believe. Listen to 2 Corinthians 4.4. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is in the image of God, should shine on them. Know that the enemy's trying to get you to not share the gospel, trying to get them to not want to hear the gospel. This is why we fast for them. This is why we pray for them. This is why we love them and open up conversations with them that we might be able to share the truth of the gospel. It is spiritual warfare. Fifth, we clearly understand what happened to Jesus on the cross. He literally became sin and took our sin, the sin of the entire world, that anyone who would receive him could be saved. Listen to what it says in 2 Corinthians 5, 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. He experienced something he never knew, sin, that we could experience something we never knew, righteousness. The final thing about the gospel is the scope of the gospel. It says in Mark 16, 15, And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I love that he used the word creature just in case you think there's some group of people who should not hear the gospel, that should not receive the message of the gospel. Preach the gospel to every creature. Make it your aim. Love people, have a passion for soul, truly take an interest in people. Don't be manipulative, trying just to find a way to share with them, but really learn about them, ask them questions, learn who they are, and then share the gospel of Christ with them. We've been guaranteed success. Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against us. We've been given the keys to the kingdom that we can let people in. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. We are ambassadors as if we are imploring people to come to Christ, all of these things. The gospel has been entrusted to us. We didn't come up with it, but we need to be faithful with it. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.